in my bed as a as a meshless CFD code based on SPH methodology, which offers some unique advantages for some really challenging engineering problems and vehicle development. And some of those are really large simulation domains, um, domains with really complicated geometries, complex geometries, especially geometries that should be moving and that have a, a transient a transient nature to the simulation itself. So whether that's, you know, windshield wipers moving fluid down the down the windshield or vehicles driving through driving through rain or driving through a standing puddle of water, it's important to capture all of the transient uh, things that are all, all of the things that are happening over time in, in those types of simulations in order to be able to really virtualize what's going on in the real world. So what what we see and what what engineers need from CFD, what development needs from 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 CFD is is, is the ability to handle larger domains, um, but still capture small scale effects, and to be able to do this in in more of an as built condition or uh, closer to geometric reality, if you will. And Panlab supports all of those things, you know, with uh, the implicit solver, Panlab is based on implicit and compressible SPH. With the implicit solver, it means that we can handle really, really large domains. I have, I have users who are looking at, you know, these vehicle water weighting types of cases and handling hundreds of millions or billion particles. You know, having that many elements in a simulation is huge. Um, and they're doing it on you know, not a single engineering workstation, but on, you know, traditional CPU-based uh, HPC environments, which is, you know, a huge step for performance. You know, being able to actually do those kinds of simulations at that scale and turn it around in a time which is actually usable for design teams to make development decisions on is, is I think, what you know, that's, that's the pre and lab promise, which has um, been really, really fun to see how we can stretch that and how we can, how we can push those boundaries. Uh, because the purpose of it should always be, how can we deliver actionable insights in a virtual environment, which matches reality as much as, 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 as closely as we can. And I think we're we're doing it, you know. So we see a lot of really cool applications for for Preon Lab, and and usually we focus on these types of free surface problems and what that breaks down to in the vehicle environment is, you know, are we working with water or are we working with some kind of oil? And if we're working with water, this is the flagship application really of Preon Lab. One of the the biggest things that we can look into is, you know, what we call vehicle water management, um, and one of those tasks. Is, uh, is is water waiting. So you have, you know, exactly the thing that their teacher in driver's ed told you not to do, which is take your vehicle and drive it through a puddle, which is a foot deep, and see how see what happens, <laughs> you know, which you should absolutely not do. I, I don't want to condone that anybody does this in, in reality, but it happens all the time. You can, there's, there's hours and hours of content on YouTube for people who are making less than wise decisions or, or urgent decisions to drive through things that maybe they shouldn't. Um, and, uh, and, but what can happen there is, uh, you know, 
if you're coming at speed, the vehicle then, you know, kind of hits the surface of the water. It doesn't disperse very quickly. And there's a lot of forces that happen on all of those underbody components and underbody fascia. So, you know, there's, there's damage that can occur to liners or to fascia um, based on that first impact. And then once you're in the water, of course, in, in traditional IC engines, you want to make sure that you're not aspirating that water, that you're not going to breathe that water in. Um, but also there's, you know, quenchant effects, you know, getting a lot of cold water onto hot components um, and that thermal cycling that you would like to know a little bit about. And as we move into electrified vehicles as well, there's there's electrical waterproofing, waterproofing considerations that need to be taken into effect. Um, and being able to design for those conditions way before you have a vehicle prototype uh, is something that, that that we really focus on quite a bit. And with TrailNav, we're able to, to do those water weighting simulations as early as you have vehicle geometry in CAD, you know, and it doesn't even have to be perfect geometry, but if you know where things are going to sit under body, then, you know, then we can push that through some water and see what happens, whether that's being splashed up um, or if it's being completely immersed and, and have an understanding on a transient basis. So in the first part where you're entering you know, this, this puddle, and then there's a part in the middle where you're fully immersed, you're just kind of pushing through, and then there's an exit portion. Um, and understanding how water is moving around those components at every individual time, you know, which when we compare it to actual tests, you know, there's proving grounds everywhere. They have these waiting channels and you drive your truck through at 40 miles an hour and you create a big rooster tail. Um, and what you can do is you can put cameras under the under the hood um, or you can do some kind of salt wash. So anywhere that water is, you can wash off um, a surface and that way you can look at like the total averaged or the, you know, the total result, but you don't know when that failure or when that wetting might've occurred. Um, and that's the, the value of, of, of simulation is, you know, not only can you replicate these test environments in a virtual way, you know, virtualize these tests, um, but you also get additional insight from simulation in the way that you can slice the geometry at any point. You can look at any tiny detail um, at any time, but you can also look at, you know, those individual times and understand when the critical event happened, if there was one. And when we talk about Crayon Lab, that's one of the things that I think we're, we're really proud of. Um, coming back to that idea of democratizing CFD, you know, which has been this experiment in the industry for, for, for quite some time, but uh, the usability of Prion Lab is such that people who are not quote unquote CFD engineers or not people who have spent so much time doing this, but they have that experience on the testing side are able to use Lab to virtualize some of those tests. So we have quite a few users who have that background in testing, but not necessarily in simulation, who have successfully virtualized their tests 
and and pre-in lab and and been able to extract the same results, which accelerates their real testing. I should say their you know their physical testing protocol dramatically, which is really uh, you know it's a huge value, a huge benefit. When we talk about vehicle, though, you know, so we can replicate some of these tests that. Uh, that are traditionally done in, in on, on proving grounds or in rain booths, for example. Um, but we can also do some things that are dangerous to do or that, that we wouldn't otherwise um, really, or that require really a lot of expertise to test. So figuring out, you know, different vehicle paths as it's splashing through water um, and testing in environments that, you know, typically the weather, presents a risk that is something that we can that we can virtualize and test some of those edge cases which is which is pretty cool another task that we also look like is is rainwater management so how water will flow over the body of the vehicle um you know so if you have rain coming in do you have some kind of splashing that's ha happening how well are the windshield wipers working and if they're pushing water under the hood, under the cowl, then, you know, where is that going? Is that water managed under hood? Is it not? Is there some kind of splash up from the road that needs to be, uh, you know, accommodated? And this is especially relevant as we're talking about autonomous vehicles. You know, they have a, a certain set of sensors, which, depending on the technology behind, may or may not be sensitive to to weather conditions. So whether that is rain soiling um, or mud splashing up or even snow, we're able to simulate quite a few different materials and understand how those materials are interacting again in a transient way. So whether that's splash up or snow actually accumulating in the wheel arch liner um, and interfering with the jobs of some of those sensors that are all oriented or are all positioned there around the around the wheel itself. So we see a lot of really cool um, experiments, I should say, really, we see a lot of really cool tests that are, that are being done on the vehicle side, especially when it's related to vehicle water management, whether that's wading, rainwater, snow or mud types of soiling events. And, and, and we have, I think, some, some examples of that. And I'll, provided some links. Um, but we can also look at, at other fluids and another really strong use case for, for Prion Lab is looking at, at transmission lubrication types of uh, types of studies. And here the, the complexity of the rotating elements or of the gears has been a, a huge challenge for, for for CFD, for traditional CFD in order to bring that in and to and to mesh it appropriately and then also to get the motion. Um, and and Prion Lab as a particle-based code doesn't struggle as much with the uh, with the geometric complexity. You know, if we have the appropriate resolution of different particles, then we can sample any geometry that that we'd like. Um, and it also allows the ability to look at longer timescales. So one of the um, really strong advantages of, of Prion Lab here is being able to look at, at transient events such as vehicle maneuvers and how that affects 
how oil is sloshing around inside these these cases inside inside the transmissions, right? So if we look at you know, I don't know, an, an, an EV reduction gearbox, for example, um, you know, typically it's a closed volume, it's a two stage reduction gearbox, um, and you need to understand that at all of the speeds that the motor is going, you know, where the oil will be splashing to inside the case. A lot of times it happens just the same as an, an IC engine. You know, you put a few quarts of oil in there, but when the engine is running, most of that oil is not in the oil pan where you first put it, right? It goes other places and the same thing happens in, in, in transmissions. And understanding where that oil is going, but also the effectiveness of different oil control devices, whether that's guides or ribs on the housings or some kind of drilling, uh, which should be providing lubrication to bearings, you know, understanding the effectiveness of those design features is, is important. Um, and even in a steady state way, uh, can be difficult to test as well. So once you get to a certain rotational speed, you know, the oil splashes around and even if you have kind of a clear case or transparent housing it can be really difficult to have an understanding of where that oil is going um, so again it's a case for how to couple simulation and physical testing in a way that provides both confidence in your in your results right um, but also additional insight that you can get from simulation but in addition to those steady state points for understanding the distribution of lubrication, we can also add in those longer timescales and start to understand what happens, you know, for example, when you're on at entering the highway on some cloverleaf, right? So you have some lateral acceleration, which is pushing fluid to one side or to the other. Is that long enough that it's going to create an issue, you know? Uh, my husband's car when we get on I-25 <laughs> in some situations on, on one particular exit uh, every time we do that the windshield wiper fluid light comes on for just a few seconds because the fluid has sloshed away from the sensor face um, for a point that it you know it sends a signal then we get onto the interstate and it all levels out again yeah. and everything's good to go so and the same thing is happening inside the transmission so it especially in, in systems where there is, uh, you know, an active lubrication device or some kind of oil spray or an oil jet, um, which comes again also with a, with a pickup, a pump pickup, you know, some oil pump pickup, is that lateral acceleration over that however many seconds, 20 seconds it takes to merge onto the interstate long enough that you're going to be starving a pump and if so is that going to create create an issue which is i think something historically you had to wait till you had a vehicle prototype and then take it around and, and test that out wow. whereas now we can do that with uh you know in a virtual environment <laughs> <laughs>